So, it's recording. You're good to go. How was your day? It was shitty. How was your day? Not as shitty as all of my other days have been this week. So, there's that. That's what we ask each other every day when we get home. We don't really care, but it's kind of a formality of marriage. <gasps> That's not true. I care. Oh. I mean, I usually can tell how your day is going by how little you communicate with me. Uh, I was... <laughs> I was just joking about the formality part. We definitely do it because it has meaning. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this podcast is called Marriage in America. Um, we are here to talk about current events mostly, but sometimes historical things or things that we're reading. Um, we have very opposing viewpoints on things, but somehow stay married. And uh, we think it might be kind of interesting or fun for people to see that it is possible for two people with very opposing viewpoints to love each other for at least 25 or 26 days out of the month. Yeah, at least 26. And since we only see each other for like roughly 10 hours a day, eight of which I'm sleeping, then that's how you make a marriage work, basically, right? Yeah, you just work a lot. Be workaholics, <laughs> drink a lot of wine, see each other two hours a day, nothing could go wrong. I think that's how you do it. There's probably a manual somewhere that says that that's how you do it. I'm not a marriage and family therapist, but the only couple <laughs> that I know have been divorced like three or four times. <laughs> that's a lot. How can you be divorced that many times? Because you're a marriage and family therapist. Oh, a marriage and family. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I get it. Okay. So... Um, part of our little routines, a couple of days a week at least, when we're not super tired from what we do all day, every day, is we just talk about random news that we've read that day, current events that are happening, stories that we've heard, and all that good stuff. So most recently would be the Parkland, Florida shooting. Right? That was actually kind of long ago. People are still talking about it. Yeah, I mean, we might as well talk about it because it, it just leads to so many other things to talk about, in my opinion. So, the main being the whole gun control March for Our Lives rallies that have been going on for the last couple of weeks. I'm just really mad that the shooting didn't happen when I was in school because I would have loved to miss a couple days when I was in fifth grade for something that I had absolutely no idea about. Except for the difference being they definitely knew what was happening and they were missing school for a much different reason. Fifth grade and high school. No, that's not true at all. I guarantee if you ask any fifth grader what the difference between two different types of weapons are, they won't be able to tell you. No, uh, no, but is that what we're talking about? We just have loved to... Um, oh, I get it. You're talking about a specific weapon? Yeah, the, they're just walking out of school because this is the well... cool thing to do right now. And they're like, yeah, I hate assault weapons. But like, if you actually ask them... What is the definition of an assault weapon? They sure, would probably say something along the lines of, it's a gun that shoots automatic and kills people. Yeah, but... And in I fact, was, I've seen that on the news. I saw a vi. I saw the one lady freaking out at the guy and saying, you have an assault rifle. And he kept asking her, what is the definition of an assault rifle? And she just kept like flailing her body about and giving him really scolding looks and like shaking her head at him. And she could never answer his question. And I'm sure, like, a lot of those people are exactly like that, right? But, again, I think that 
sure, everyone focuses on the semi-automatic, you know, assault rifle, all these little buzzwords, um, because of the mass scale of these shootings. I mean, 17 kids dead in a high school on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, that's, that's a big deal. You know, that's not, at least here in America, I know in other countries, they're getting bombed every other fucking day, so, I mean, Parkland is Wednesday for them, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't think blaming the assault weapon itself is the correct avenue of approach. Well, I think there's many underlying reasons that kids decide to shoot 17 people in cold blood, and the weapon of choice just happens to be, as of late, an AR-15. Okay, so but banning we... that wouldn't change anything. They would just pick a different gun. I agree with you. Because there's no okay. way we're going to ban all semi-automatic weapons. Right. And that's not my argument. I think that trying to ban assault rifles, in quotations, is ridiculous. And that's not the issue either. So, on that note, what do you think causes this whole thing? So, one of the things I told you that I was reading about the other day was Rick Santorum saying that he thought that these kids marching for their lives, the little marches that they've been doing um, to get gun reform... He said that instead of doing that, what they should be doing is learning CPR instead of making politicians and lawmakers solve their problems for them, right? And then later he tried to recant that statement by saying he misspoke by using those words. And what he really meant to say was that they should be focusing on the larger issues like bullying in school and trying to mentor each other and being kind to each other, which I've heard a little bit of that, like, you know, squabble on the side. But I don't really know that bullying is the, like, <laughs> the pinpointed reason for these kinds of shootings. I don't think that it is. I think, it, sure, it can definitely contribute, but... Well, I think I, I read something that, and don't quote me on this exact statistic, but it's close, that 80% of mass shooters have been on some sort of psychoactive medication prescribed by... A psychiatrist. You mean like depression medication? Yeah, anti like anti depression medication, ADHD medication, um, anti anxiety medication. Well, and that's, Zoloft. I mean, whatever. And they've known forever that that at the very least can cause self harmful thoughts, like suicidal thoughts, especially with anti depression medication. But like then Zoloft. on top of that, those type of kids are getting bullying, and we do have a bullying culture in America. You know, in in, in countries like England. When kids fight at school, like fist fight, they just like separate the fight and tell them to go to class. Whereas here, it's like this huge deal and violence is, it's, it's almost like when you tell your kids not to do something and they want to do it more. In America, we're so anti-violent now to like teenagers, even though I truly do believe boys will be boys, right? 16-year-old boys are going to get in fist fights every once in a while and we like suspend them for five days. So it's almost like, rewarding them like i get five days off of school yeah but are we talking about a different sort of bullying i don't really consider fist maybe it's because i'm a girl and i've only gotten in like one fight physical fight in my life but i don't consider um two boys fist fighting each other bullying if you were to take say maybe five guys against one guy that they've been continually harassing for a while and they jump him or something i would consider that bullying i don't consider that like uh, I don't know, boys being boys. It is boys still being assholes, but, I mean, not necessarily bullying. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out if 
I mean... I'm just saying the AR-15 itself isn't the problem. There's a plethora of other things that are the problem, and part of it is we have a bullying culture. We have a gang mentality here in America that they don't have in a lot of other countries. When when people form mob mentality... The kid that did the Parkland shooting, like, people knew he was going to shoot up the school like years before because everybody made fun of him right and it was gang mentality no one ever stood up for him because they're just like yeah that's the fucking weirdo let's make fun of him Mm. well i know that a lot of people had definitely um talked to fbi agents and authorities about him because they were worried because he would state stuff on social media and like say things about like glorifying school shooters and stuff like that and do you think that was a before or after during or all of the combined do you think he was like that before he was maybe singled out because he wasn't in high school anymore this was a 19 year old dude who went back to his old high school and then just shot a bunch of people because he probably had nothing going for him his self-esteem was so low following high school that he didn't go to college he wasn't successful in it he didn't have any success in a career or he didn't find any fulfillment anywhere so he held all that resentment from high school and took it out in a very negative way. But, I mean, at the same time, Elliot Rogers in Santa Barbara, the school that I went to that happened while I was living there, he killed everyone with a pistol. He didn't have an AR-15. So you can't blame a specific type of weapon. You need to find out why kids are doing this so frequently. Well, that's what I'm trying to talk about. Like, I've already agreed with you. I don't think the weapon is the issue at all. Well, I just want to argue with you. So disagree with me about it. Disagree with about the gun? No, why am I going to disagree with you about something I don't agree about? We're talking about the reason for the bullying in the first place. The reason for the shootings. Not that they happen. Because obviously you've had kids bring knives to school, try to plant bombs at school... There's plenty of methods that have been used or even attempted to be used to kill a bunch of people. The main question on my end is, like, what is... You say it's a bullying culture and all that kind of stuff, but so, for example, this kid was out of high school. Are you saying that he was so damaged during that time or that he maybe just didn't have the foresight to know that, you know, you can just do something different with your life instead and get the fuck out of that place and go somewhere different and do something different? Yeah, I, do. I mean, I don't know exactly what his backstory was, but I do think there's a certain level of animosity towards you when you have zero friends. Yeah. And you have nobody on your side, and I don't know what kind of parents he had or anything like that, but it doesn't seem like he came from a particularly loving home. Or no, I actually He think didn't have a support system whatsoever. I actually think he was living with, like, an adopted family. Yeah, so... I don't think he was living with his biological family. I mean, and he probably had some psychological issues as well, and I don't know if they were... Were they being treated with medications, you know? I haven't seen anything that said that he was, but I haven't looked into it. I just... I think that maybe, okay, so let's get back to maybe the the whole idea of do you think that sci- like the bullying part is the issue and do you not think that that's been something that's been around for a long time? So do you think something's exasperating it now? Do you think they're reporting on these school shootings more and more? Because they've been going on forever. I mean, there's plenty of unreported school shootings all the time. Well, the only problem, the only difference between now and 10 years ago, like Columbine to now, is that we have social media and we have more news outlets, and they're much more liberal, and they're pushing 
harder for gun control than they were back in 94 or 95 or whenever Columbine happened. And so they're using it as a platform. And that in itself is a whole other topic that we could talk about is how the media is exploiting these kids that aren't ready to be discussing topics like this because they don't have enough life experience, but because they happen to be (laughs) there during the shooting. Okay, that's a life experience. That is... I bet you that so like the two mate let's say look let's look at the two poster children of this shooting right there's the one kid with the square face who looks like uh, the crazy kid with braces from Toy Stories who ripped all the Barbies apart okay. and then there's the chick with the shaved head who wears jackets with who claims I think that she's a lesbian that wears jackets with the Cuban flag on it oh a country. actually I looked into that she's Cuban. So the reason why she had the Cuban flag on her jacket is because she that's actually her heritage. So she supports the country that she's from that murders gays? Maybe. And has no freedoms, um, essentially? So let's be fair. I think that someone can support and like be proud of where they're from without supporting a government that murders gays. Like To, other, to argue otherwise is kind of ridiculous. Like I know you want to paint them as these like super liberal, so, like special snowflakes, but... You just said that they don't have enough life experience to be talking about these things, but they just experienced a pretty traumatic life experience. Why shouldn't they talk about it now? What what makes their experience not worthy of them having an opinion on gun control? I'm not saying they, that they don't have an opinion. I just don't think they're educated enough about the topic to have an, uh, a discussion that's going to lead anywhere um, productive. They want something that's never going to happen. Sure. I think that their uh, expectations are completely unrealistic. You're not going to get rid of guns in this country. You're not going to get rid of all the, again, I'm using quotation marks, you can't see it, but but assault rifles. I mean, if you're talking about ARs and all these things, all these people have no idea what hunting rifles are, assault weapons. They don't even know what the actual difference between them is when it comes to, like, the caliber of the weapon. I mean, you can put a 30-round magazine in in a Glock and it's a semi-automatic pistol and kill just as many people at close range sure. if you're skilled with that Glock. Sure. The only reason why these shooters, like the Parkland shooter and the, the Sandy Hook massacre was shooting at five-year-olds, and I, I can guarantee you they can't run very fast. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know that, but I mean, <laughs> and he, <laughs> he killed like 20, right? And the only reason is because they aren't that skilled with that weapon, and also, from a, I've heard from a psychological standpoint, once the shooting actually starts, they do start to have some sort of remorse, most of them. The exception would be the Vegas shooter. Well, yeah, no, that was a... We still don't know anything about that dude, but he had he went in with full intent. Oh, yeah, there was and no he killed as many and wounded more. as many as he possibly could. Like, oh, yeah. If you, like, I know this is going to sound really messed up, but... If I walked into an elementary school with a pistol with a 10-round magazine and, like, 10 extra magazines, I'm taking out at least 40 of those little motherfuckers. <laughs> like, at least. Well, they can't run very fast. We all already discussed they have short little legs. So. They are smaller targets. Very much so. So you're saying that skill-wise, that's why you could take out more of them? <laughs> kind it's of. not the weapon. Yes. <laughs> it's the intent. Yeah. And skill. But I would shoot one and then immediately start crying and curl up into a little ball. I can't imagine any circumstance where um, shooting a kid would be anything that you would do, say, for war. 
Unless our first child has Down syndrome. <laughs> Delete that part. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we just got off kind of, we didn't get off topic, but we kind of did because, again, I, I understand where you're coming from when you're talking about these two main kids that I guess are the loudest, and I haven't. So for someone who wants to talk about current events, I read the news and I just kind of like blank out. I, I'm at one point I kind of just get full up and I'm like, ah, this is all fucking shitty bullshit. And I don't want to read it because it's so biased in one way or another. But so for these two particular kids in general who expect gun control to be this full blown, can take we just everyone's... for a second talk about how much the one kid looks like Sid from Toy Story? Are you talking about the girl? No, the guy. Oh, maybe I haven't. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Slap some braces hair, on that dude. Skinny dude. Got a square face. He does look. He does kind of have a square face. Maybe he is. Maybe he's Sid reincarnate, and now he's just trying to make up for his sins against the toys through better gun control in America. It's not gonna work. Okay, I I think that uh, there can always be better gun regulations. I think guns should be regulated. Do I think that we're gonna get rid of them? No. Do I think we should get rid of them? Fuck no. But. Um, Let's talk about the other side of that coin. Do you remember what I was telling you about a place where I'm from that they're having gun marches, <laughs> open carry gun marches, and you that's the counter just... protest against these March for Our Lives. You mean protests. they're just walking around with guns, like yes. o- like open carrying? Because yes, open carry is legal in Colorado? Yes, but they're all gathering. So they had this whole, they've done it two weekends in a row now where they actually gather together in a certain location at a certain time and then they have all their guns out. Are they, they also carrying out. tiki torches? I didn't, I haven't been to them, nor have I seen pictures or video. So I can't say for sure. Are they chanting, the Jews are going to replace us? At least one of them, for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I'm not scared. Unless one of those two things is happening... I'm not worried about it. You're not it. afraid of the Jews replacing you? No. Are you I, sure? Well, they've already replaced us, so <laughs> look at Hollywood. You just accepted yeah, that. Yeah, as in, a failed comedian, life. I've just accepted the fact that <laughs> Jews are much better than us at just I about mean, everything. you know that you can always become Jewish, right? If you ever decide to renew your com- comedic career, just become Jewish. It's like magic, yeah, right? Yeah, but the fastest route would be marrying a Jewish girl, so that would mean I'd have to divorce you. Good luck so with any, that. Any Jewish girls that are like looking? Anyone? Anyone? out there. And you're totally to this? okay with any racial or offensive things that come out of this man's mouth. I never say anything racist about Jews, though, because I fucking love Jews. <laughs> you're the funniest. You, you know how to party the hardest, and you have the best holidays. The best holidays? Yes. What holidays do they have that are great? Uh, Hanukkah. It's like Christmas for a it's week like straight. Seven days. That's true. And they have toys. They get toys like every day that day. And their weddings look fun. We can smash uh, plates at our wedding. That would be fun. I think it's a glass that they smash. Are you sure it's not plates? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I've never been to any Jewish wedding, so it's because I'm a Nazi, obviously. <laughs> I'm not welcome there for some reason. <laughs> Lisa cannot open carry at a Jewish wedding. <laughs> She looks, I'll be immediately she, escorted out. <laughs> I know that there's no video on this, but if you, I had to describe her, the best description would be Hitler Youth. <laughs> Give her a dagger. <laughs> I have one of those. And a tan suit. Done. Don't have the tan suit. I also don't speak German very well. I can only remember how to say a couple of things in German. 
Mein Kampf. <laughs> Where is meine Katze? Right there. Oh, he was out there. That means where is my cat? You just pointed to a picture of my grandpa. <laughs> um, I was talking about Echo, but oh, you know, Echo's her cat, and it's not my cat. So why is Jack our dog, but Echo's not our cat? Because Echo's has, I mean, uh, Jack has feelings and emotions because he's a dog, and Echo's a cat. You know what's been proven? So he's so, a sociopath. Uh, you know, no, you know what's been. So Brandon did this awesome thing a couple months ago. I get this text message that says, your friend has signed you up for random cat facts. And then one of the facts that this thing sent me, and it sent me like two every half hour, like no, two every like four hours or something You're like lucky that. I chose that one because there was an option for one every 15 minutes. Yeah, that's too many cat facts. But one of the cat facts was legitimately that cats have the same emotional capacity as humans do. And then all of a sudden, he didn't believe in cat facts anymore. And That's I wasn't false. subscribed. That's false. It said so in the cat facts. It can't be false. That's false. So you cats subscribe me to same... a fake cat facts okay. text messaging service? Maybe, cat, maybe cats have the same emotional capacity as humans like me because I have the emotional capacity of a three-year-old. No, three-year-olds are way more emotionally mature than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> three-year-olds can handle their shit in comparison. That's not true, but it's funny. I will eat a crayon every once in a while. You are, by definition, a crayon eater. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stay the course. So, anyways, back to the initial discussion of the open carry thing as a counter-protest to the March for Our Lives, I think that's equally as ridiculous, personally. I don't see what it, it accomplishes, to be honest with you. I don't think either accomplishes anything, and I'm a huge proponent for our right to free speech. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that um, either of them are in the wrong. I just think they're unnecessary and kind of, um, uh, what is that word? They're hysterical. Like, each side reeks of hysterical-ism. Like, one side is like, take all the guns, and everyone's like, no one's taking all my guns, and, and let's show a, show a force and get shit done, and the politicians are like, uh, nah, bro, we're gonna go play golf in uh, the Caribbean. We'll peace out, see you later. I think it's just, like, the biggest moot point ever argued on television. Like, I, I wonder how many millions of dollars Fox News and MSNBC has spent covering these types of rallies to try to push their, um, you, you know, political agendas when both are just absolutely ludicrous and aren't going to accomplish absolutely anything. It's fine. It'll die down. Um, Ebola will start, start up again or the flu will start up. Something else will help and happen. We'll move on. And then another couple of months, a bunch of other people are going to die. You know... They've had a bunch of people die. What about that New York terrorist who ran into a bunch of people with a van? A rental van, mind you. Remember how easy it was for me to get that rental truck and use it as a rental car? <laughs> that guy used it to murder a bunch of people, which is pretty fucked up. But I'm just saying, it's not the weapon. It's the person. It's the problem. So I guess we actually agree on this particular case. But in closing, I would just say, don't listen to those two stupid kids and don't listen to Rick Santorum. Educate oh yourself about firearms and educate yourself about the negative effects of giving psychoactive drugs to teenagers. Um, 
before you jump to conclusions on either side of the fence. Agreed. And I could go off on whole other tangents on all of that. But there was something you wanted to talk about. Who just got released? Who just went back to Pakistan? Iraq? Oh, Malala Yousafzai. I can't pronounce her last name. So what was the deal with her initially? This is back in 2010. Pretty much badass of the year. Badass of the century. She was like an 11-year-old girl. Hold on, let me just pull this up so that... So, Nobel Peace Prize laureate. So, first of all, she was up for Woman of the Year, right? In 2010, right? I don't know. I might find out in a second. But she was also <laughs> up for the Nobel Peace Prize, right? Mm-hmm. She was a, a, a women's education advocate in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So, if she just returned this year... So, 2012 was when she got shot. Gotcha. Okay? By the Taliban in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically was refused to stop going to school because the Taliban owned or controlled that region that she lived in right. and said that women weren't allowed to get an, uh, an education. And she basically threw her middle fingers up and was trying to get on a school bus and they shot her in the head. But she lived and then became a spokesperson um, at... Uh, she was shot when she was 15. She called President Obama her idol. And at the age of 11, Yousafzai began writing for the BBC Urdu service about life under strict Taliban rule and the importance of women's schooling. After surviving the attack, Yousafzai was put into a medically induced coma and airlifted to Britain for surgery. So first of all, that's amazing. Yeah. Right? Like, a 15-year-old going against the Taliban. Yeah, she's like, fuck you, I'm going to school. Like, what, 2% two, 2 of our military actually have seen combat in Afghanistan? Mm-hmm. And here you have a 15-year-old girl living in Pakistan with no weapons. In the middle of it. In the middle of it. And she's just like, no, nah, I'm just going to go to school. Yep. And she's she's got way more balls than any American service member that's been to Afghanistan. And this is coming from someone who's been there. And my main thing that I'm upset about is that I think it was 2010, she didn't win Woman of the Year for Time Magazine, and she was up for it, even though she was also up for a Nobel Peace Prize, Mm -hmm. even though she was just 15, even though she's a woman's advocate for education in an area and That does not promote it in any way. Well, that desperately needs it. Yeah. They need more educated women out there in order right. to be successful. Yeah. One of the reasons why they still live so impoverishedly is because all like they have such an illiteracy problem, especially among women, because they're just so controlled by men. Yeah. Right? And she she lost the award to Caitlyn Jenner, who at the time I don't even think was an actual woman. Well, in my opinion, and this may just be my right-wing side coming out, but it will never be a woman. I mean, I don't... Not not chromosomally. So, I can't... Uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't tell you what I think about transgens- transgenderism. Um, my only feelings about this case in, in particular, because I just don't understand it as a whole, is that uh, this person... Um, Bruce Jenner became a woman. Caitlyn Jenner. Became Caitlyn Jenner. Miss Jenner. Uh, please use the pronoun that is 
required. Otherwise, I will arrest you. Does it start with the X? Nazi scum. Does it start with a Z? I don't know. I don't know. Just it's name. Her name is Caitlin now. Um, Caitlin has a girlfriend, is what I've heard, and well, um, Caitlin is a lesbian woman with a dick, or no longer with the dick. No, I think they chopped it off now. Okay, so um, just, just it doesn't matter. Okay, let's just be real. It really doesn't matter what my feelings are on that issue and what the realities of that situation are. Don't matter. The reality is that that person got Woman of the Year versus this girl. Who actually did something. Who did something in full, like, the word strength and bravery, that's what applies to her. Because she did something, even knowing what the possible consequences were, even, and then, and, and then she suffered the And now, the five years later, she's returning to the very place where she's in danger. Why? Britain offered her asylum and protection. And she's going to go back, and she's going to be an activist there. And, well, I mean, fuck yeah, like. And Caitlyn Jenner's just going to keep rear-ending people on the freeway and killing them. Oh, yeah, there was that whole thing, too. So, okay, but, duh. And I'm not mad at her for doing what she did. I, when I was in Santa Barbara, I had many transgender friends, both pre-op and post-op, and I called them by their preferred pronouns because I'm not a dickhead. I'll call you by whatever you want to be called. Yeah. You know know what I mean? And I had one friend that I don't want to name, even though there's probably no one that's going to listen to this, but she, she was a woman to me. Mm-hmm. She she was a man. She was born a man, but I knew her by her female name, and I did not think of her as anything other than a female. And I don't have a problem with it. What I have a problem with is that someone like Malali Yousafzai. I still can't say her last name, and I feel really bad. It's horrible, but it is completely looked over for a very prestigious award. Not that she cares. I'm sure she should care less. She has much more things to worry about. But that just goes to show you what's wrong with our culture in America nowadays. Well, and I tell you this all the time, and this is my true opinion. Like, we live in such a um, fucking lucky place. Like, it's so lucky to live here the way that we do. Because in no way, shape, or form has it ever occurred to me that getting on a bus is going to get me shot in the head here. Right? I mean... There's plenty of men that walk around are fucking assholes and misogynistic or whatever it may be, but they don't impact my life on a regular basis. And if I want to tell them to go fuck off, I'm not terrified they're going to throw acid on my face. You know what I mean? We live... I don't remember asking you if you wanted acid thrown on your face. I didn't. Oh, God. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> but I... Okay, and also, here's my other thing is that men are superior to women, and I can prove it. A man won Woman of the Year. <laughs> so we're even better at you, better than you at being women. The I mean, end. At being a The fan. end. The end, we win. That's the end of that argument. Oh, my God. Um, geez, we were all uplifting. You were all uplifting. This wonderful girl, and then you just had to crush all the spirit and wonderful empowerment that came with all of that. Um, that was a joke, by the way. For those of you who don't know me, I only believe about 88-9% of what I just said. Brandon is a dream crusher. He's a crusher of dreams. <laughs> no, I just think it's BS. I mean, this girl's a hero, and the most brave and probably, you know, ballsy girl on the planet and now she's returning back to Pakistan which just further proves the true meaning of her character 
What has Caitlyn Jenner done since 2012? Hopefully, play. She's paid a uh, restitution to that uh, the family of the person she killed with her car. Oh, she definitely had to that's pay some a, money for that. That's a plus. Um, because money can definitely bring back your dead family members. I don't know. I think that um, it, there's a sickness, and I don't know exactly what it is. And we always talk about its symptoms because that's all we can really say or see um, the effects of. But there's definitely, I mean, we live in a place and a time where uh, my main worries are, I mean, I literally never worry about if I'm going to starve. I mean, if I'm hungry, I don't sit here and think about where I'm going to get my food or when I'm going to get my food. Just like if I'm hungry, I can find some food. Which, by the way, if you all want to feel like a piece of shit, watch the show on Netflix called Life Below Zero. <gasps> no, it's actually it'll make well, it might make you feel like it might make you feel like you're a little pussy because you probably are. Because um, there's like legit people living in Alaska by themselves, 60 miles away from the nearest road, that are completely self-reliant on producing their own food, making their own shelter. Hunting. Living in negative 40 degree weather nine months out of the year and it made me personally feel like a piece of shit because if you put me in a forest for four days without like... You don't even like camping. I like glamping. <laughs> we can do that. That would be fun. <laughs> I just... I was in the Marine Corps, man. I camped in a fighting hole during training for like five days at a time. Why would I want to sleep with you in a tent when we have a bed like... 10 feet away so what i'm hearing you say is that if i want to go camping with you i just have to find five other dudes to come with us and um cuddle you while we sleep (laughs) yeah but we also we also need lots of guns as well hey you know that would make it fun i gotta connect on and i've got like a one or two night policy No more than two nights. That's not camping anymore. That's just putting yourself through something that you don't need to put yourself through. Do you have a policy on the number of dudes I bring with you? No. (laughs) The more the better. I figured. (laughs) You're the little spoon? (laughs) Duh. Not in the middle spoon. And I just get to bring Jack with me and cuddle somewhere. Yeah. On the outside. You can sleep outside the tent in case the bears come. (laughs) Aw, Jack. You can't protect me from bears, Bubba. He looks concerned about that, actually. All right, so that was our uh, discussion tonight, Thursday. We're going to do this next Thursday, I decided. Hopefully we'll be better prepared. This is our first one, so you can't can't even judge us because no one's going to listen to this anyway. All we talked about was a school shooting and transgenders. Okay, I'm the only one who did. I'm the one who was doing research. You only came up with something on your phone halfway through, so... Next time, we just got to... Well, it just showed up on the news when we were doing this. Fair enough. There was nothing else good in the news today. But then again, I am very picky. There was some funny shit. I posted a really funny video on my Facebook of all these vegans protesting outside of this restaurant. And so the owner decided to bring a deer leg up to the front of the restaurant (laughs) in the window and start cutting slices off of it. (laughs) Right in front of the activists. And the best part isn't the fact that he was just being ornery. The best part is their reaction, is that they thought he must be doing something illegal because he's not butchering the meat in the kitchen. 
even though it was a very sterile cutting board that he had the meat on. So they called the police on him, and the police showed up and were just dying laughing with him about all these retarded Toronto vegan protesters. Yeah, so besides the fact that we can't legally get into Canada, you and I, or you and I together even, um, I don't know what if I would do... I guess Oregon. I've been to Portland. I've met plenty of people that I'm were like sorry. that, but I've never spent enough time you with them. You had to them. go to Portland? Why? I mean, I went there by choice, but... Oh, that... Why? I like the West Coast. How come you don't own a pair of Birkenstocks? So do I, but I like anywhere south of Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the same thing. Or Seattle. Like Seattle. That's it. I mean, Portland is like Seattle, except for there's more unwashed bodies there. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was going to be like, Portland is like Seattle, but with way uglier girls with more armpit hair and worse um, fashion. Yeah, basically. And more dudes with beards who think it make them look badass, but if you were to poke them in the eye, they would cry. And you call mean the, the like the lumberjack fashion yeah. guys? Those guys that think that growing a beard makes them a man? Yeah, and they get like full sleeve tattoos, and they've got like polished up boots with their skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those sound like legit... Um, I would be upset if I met someone like that and thought he was a real lumberjack and then found out otherwise. I feel I've like met that's a real lumberjack. I've met a real lumber. That's actually a really good story. I legit met this lumberjack right from Oregon. Um, Where did you meet this lumberjack? In Oregon. Oh. My uncle's from there, so oh. met this lumberjack in Oregon. Right, drinking at a bar, starts talking. You know, he was not drunk, and I have very good intuition about when someone's lying to me or not, and he. He had been doing this for like 18 years, I think. It was like he's coming up on his 20th year. And he had one, because just jokingly, I was like, have you seen Bigfoot? And he just had showed up to the bar. Maybe he had been at other bars before, but I didn't get the sense off of him that he was really drunk or anything like that. But he got really somber as soon as I asked him, like, yo, you ever seen Bigfoot before? And he just got real serious all of a sudden and was like, yeah, once. And then, you know, like mid sip of my beer, I was like, oh, shit, I need to hear this story. And I feel like I'm going to hear it whether I want to hear it or not. <laughs> and he straight up told me the story about when he fell asleep in his um, like truck. But um, he fell asleep in like his truck and uh, he was with another guy. Um, but the other guy was still working and he was taking a nap or something like that. And Bigfoot was like straight up like at his grill looking at him while he slept. And as soon as he woke up and obviously weird things happen when people sleep, right? Mm -hmm. But Bigfoot like took off into the woods. But he said that probably I asked him, okay, out of the percentage of lumberjacks that you know, which is probably you know, dozens, if not hundreds, how many have had a Bigfoot sighting in Oregon? And he would say, he said probably around 50%. I mean, I mean, you've been to, you've been hiking in Oregon, right? No, why the fuck would I go hiking in Oregon? (laughs) Okay, so, uh... I don't even like being in the city of Oregon. Okay, you don't hike anyways, but, um, I don't even know why I asked that. So the forest, though, in Oregon and Washington State is just so thick. It's just so thick. Like, 
I don't know that you can see something in there for sure and even be able to, to know for sure what it is. I've heard a lot of hunters and stuff, you know, bears walk on their on two Their feet. hind legs, yeah. Yeah, and especially it looks if they're like injured. Big foot, especially yeah. if it's from far away. But what I'm saying is this guy's story was that the Bigfoot was at the grill of his truck, like, looking at him, trying to, like, figure out, like, is this guy dead? Is he alive? He was curious. And as soon as he saw him move and realized that it was a live human, he ran. That's crazy. That actually made me feel weird. But I bet I bet you that if there is such thing as a Bigfoot, there's probably, like, 12 of them or something Oh, yeah, like there's that. not that many. But if they live anywhere, they live in the Pacific Northwest, for sure. Maybe in Alaska, I would say they might live in Alaska. Alaska gets uh, so Have cold. you ever read Twilight? Uh, there's vampires and werewolves that live in Washington, but neither. So, so in Forks, Washington, so there's definitely Bigfoot. Yeah. So if you're gonna <laughs> deny Bigfoot after it's been proven by a book and a movie that there's vampires and werewolves, then there's just something wrong with you. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally, I'm I'm the one in the wrong. In my thinking. Thank you. You're I'm welcome. Right. Anything to validate your uh, statements of fact. Air quotes. <laughs> We've done way too many air quotes for a 43-minute mm-hmm. podcast. They can't see me. How will they know that I'm being serious or Because you keep saying it. It's fine. The best part about this is I can edit out any of the things I want to. So it'll be good. So it's just going to be your <laughs> voice the entire time? <laughs> just me talking to myself. <laughs> And Jack yawning, making sounds. All right, let's do an outro. We don't have any sponsors yet. No. Well, it's fine. So, um, anyways, we're going to go watch that show that Brandon was just telling you about, that you pussies would never survive in the real. Neither would we, let's be honest. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's our show. That was what we decided to talk about tonight. Future, who knows? We're going to have to do something a little bit more um, interesting. And just for future references, the only reason we're doing this is because we can't afford marriage counseling. (laughs) Wait, what? No one told me this. I wasn't informed. That also might have been a joke. Tell it again. (laughs) 